Section 6 of Dallam's Travels with an Organ to the Grand Seigneur, 1599-1600, by Thomas Dallam. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sue Anderson. The tenth of this month we departed from Scandaroon towards Constantinople. The wind being directly against us, boarding it from shore to shore towards night we came near to a fair town on our right hand at one end of it there is a fair and large castle and the town is a great length by the seaside this town is called ayash about six leagues from tarsus which the turks do call bias for they do change the names of most towns the twelfth thirteenth and fourteenth we sailed by the coast and near the shore of caramania which is in asia the less the wind being nothing favourable we had great leisure to look upon the shores the fifteenth day we saw cyprus again the twentieth day we recovered to a cape which is one hundred leagues from scandaroon the twenty-third we sailed by castelloroso which is in little asia an island much frequented by greek mariners the twenty-fifth we saw afar the famous island called the rhodes which in times past hath been kept by christian knights but now inhabited by turks the twenty-sixth we sailed by the shore of the rhodes of the which we took sufficient view for the wind was directly against us we might see where diverse forts hath been upon little mountains this island is fourteen or fifteen leagues in length and four leagues in breadth the twenty-seventh we sailed by the northern end of the island and at the north end of the island and at the northeast corner of the same there is a town or city which for situation and strength i cannot give it due commendations this twenty-seventh day died one thomas cable who was under twenty years of age and son to one of the owners of our ship as we were to pass betwixt the north end of the island and the shore of asia which is but five leagues betwixt and the wind directly in the gulf against us and also we wanted fresh water and other victuals very scarce our master and merchants thought it good to touch at the town coming to an anchor near unto the walls of the town there we found in the road a galleon of the great turks the biggest ship he hath about one thousand ton a very cart a ship of no strength yet was she richly laden and came from alexandria we were no sooner come to an anchor but the turks began to come aboard us so that the very first day there came aboard us not so few as five hundred rude turks and likewise every day that we stayed there they ceased not the next day being the twenty-eighth of this month the captain pasha governor of the town being gone abroad with their galleys on some great business the kia turkish for deputy who for the time was captain he with the chiefest men of the town came aboard our ship 
and she was trimmed up in as handsome manner as we could for the time our gun-room was one of the fairest rooms in the ship and pleasant to come into in the gun-room i had a pair of virginals the which our master gunner to make the better show desired me to set them open when the turks and jews came in and saw them they wondered what it should be but when i played on them then they wondered more diverse of them would take me in their arms and kiss me and wished that i would dwell with them when the captain's deputy had well viewed our ship the captain and master of our ship according to the custom of the country did give unto this man as much broadcloth for a present as would make his captain a vest or a gown after the turkish manner and so they went away as soon as they were gone the steward of our ship and his men my mate harvey and i went on shore to see the town within when we came to the gate where we should enter i looked well upon it and saw a superscription written or cut in stone but i could not understand it only the year of our lord when this gate was built or re-edified and it was set down anno domini fourteen seventy five when we had entered this gate the first turning that we could find upon our right hand we turned up a very fine street to go to the walls we there found mighty great ordnance both of brass and iron the which was made by christians some great pieces of brass that were burst when the turks lay siege unto the town there were marvellous great pieces that were made of hammered iron every stave at the least three inches square and hooped about like a barrel the bore so big as two men might creep in both at once a greek that guided us about the walls told us that one of these pieces being once discharged could not be charged again and made ready to be discharged in less than two hours this town is double walled between the walls the distance of a pair of short boats and the ditch is very deep but dry to be short having passed round about the town without any contradiction or stay only the time that we drank a pitcher of wine which cost us but one penny we made haste unto the said side and so to go aboard when we were without the gate looking for our boat we see it coming off from our ship when it came to the shore there was in it master may our preacher and one that was appointed to be our ambassadors under butler quoth master may to me are you ready to go aboard yea truly said i for i am very hungry and weary with travel i pray you said he go back again with me to the gate that i may see the superscription over it and set one foot within the gate and then i will go back again with you so we went all back with master may to the gate when we were there we saw afar off a fountain of water made like one of our conduits with a fair bright dish of steel hanging in a chain for the turks drink nothing but water i pray you quoth master may 
go with me to yonder fountain that i may drink some of that water for it seemeth to be very good and i have a great desire to drink some of it so we went all with him to the fountain and every one of us did drink a dish of water as we were a-drinking there came unto us two stout turks and said parley franco signor which is can ye speak italian signor so quoth master may so as they were a-talking i looked about me and a turk sitting upon his stall who did know me for he had heard me play on my virginals and kissed me aboard our ship he beckoned me to come unto him and when i came somewhat near him in kindness and some love he bore unto me he made me a sign to be gone and pointed to the gate and bid me make haste so to the gate went i as fast as i could trudge and my mate harvey and the rest of my company followed after as fast as they could leaving master may and the under butler talking with the turks for they too could speak italian a little and so could none of us when we were gotten without the gate we looked back towards the fountain but we see nobody there for the turks had carried master may and the other man to prison by chance we found our boat and sailors there ready and aboard our ship we went when we came aboard i went presently to our master and told him all that had happened when i told him how i had been about the town he imagined that we by that means had given some offence because it is dangerous for a stranger being a christian to take a view of that town and so thought that for our fault these men were taken prisoners what words did pass betwixt our master and me i will omit till god send us into england no man durst be so bold as to go ashore all that day and neither did any come aboard us the next morning a little greek boat came from the town aboard our ship with a letter from master may directed not only to our master and merchants but also to the rest of their company this letter was written so pitifully as if they had been prisoners there seven years showing how they were taken from the fountain and coupled together like as they had been two dogs with a chain of cold rusty iron and led into a dark dungeon their chain fastened with a staple unto a post where they must continually stand and neither sit nor kneel and every two hours were shaken over them whips made of wire threatening most cruel punishment and therefore desired that by all means they would seek some means for their speedy release or else that they might be presently put to death for they were not able to endure that miserable life and sharp punishment which was likely to be inflicted upon them if the ship did once depart 
our master and merchants were so wounded with reading this letter and pitying the prisoner's case and banishing all fear they resolved to go ashore our master and five merchants having made themselves as brave as they could they went ashore very stoutly to the captain's house desiring to speak with the kia the captain pasha his deputy who after he had made them to stay while he came unto them to know the cause of their coming one of our men that could best speak italian told him that they found themselves very much aggrieved that their men should be stayed as prisoners and not to be informed of the cause and likewise wondered how they durst be so bold as to make stay of any one of our men we being going with so rich a present to the grand signor and those two men which they had stayed were two special men one of them our divine and preacher the other the chief and principal man for the present this with other words they said to fear them also they said that if he would not presently deliver those men they would hire a galley and send to the grand signor that he might understand how they were wronged and hindered in their voyage without any occasion given to our knowledge the answer of the kia was this yesterday i was aboard your ship presenting my captain's person in his absence you gave me not such entertainment as my place did require you made me no good cheer neither did you give me a present for my captain our men answered the best entertainment that we could give unto you for the time you had good cheer we could make you none for we had nothing for ourselves our coming to this place was to have some relief here and to furnish ourselves with such victuals as this country yieldeth for our money whereas you say that you had no present for your captain you say not truly for you had so much broadcloth as would make your captain a vest but then said the kia i had none for myself and one will i have before you have your men then said they is that all the occasion that moved you to imprison our men and will the gift of such a present give you content that we may have our men yea surely said the kia and so this quarrel was ended here you may see the base and covetous condition of these rude and barbarous dogged turks and how little they do regard christians this city wall which is next unto the sea is marvellous strong and so fortified with great ordnance not upon the wall but their noses to look through the wall so placed that no ship can pass on that side of the land without leave within the town in most streets a man cannot trot a horse the streets lie so full of bullets small black and white paving stones made of marble and of all sizes from sixteen inches to three inches many other things concerning this city and island 
i do omit till my return into england but of all the towns or cities that in my life i have seen for strength i never saw the like end of section six